I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, goodness, here we are for the uh, midweek podcast, which is... um, well, you know what it is. You've tuned into it. You must have noticed. Not the sort of thing you get into accidentally. And uh, this, I'm Frank Skinner. This is uh, Absolute Radio Podcast World, mm-hmm. and I'm with Emily and Gareth. Hello. Hi. Mm. It's nice. Not, the weather's picked up a bit, hasn't it, since the weekend? Mm. We're not talking about the weather, are we? No, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing <laughs> ten minutes on the weather. It's, if it's good enough for Lucy Verasami, it's good <laughs> enough for me. Anyway. Um, I saw them that uh, I went by Buckingham Palace um, last week, and they oh. got all because Jacob Zuma is over. Oh, okay. You know Jacob Zuma. He ought to be a sprinter. <laughs> That'd be such a brilliant name for him. But um, he's the president of uh, South Africa, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Is he the president or is he the prime minister? They he's one president. of the senior. They have people. presidents yeah. in countries yes. other than ours. And uh, he, uh, they had all the flags out. They had like Union Jack, South African flag, Union Jack, all the way down uh, the Mall. Oh yeah. Obviously, it sent a shudder. I mean, I remember when we wouldn't eat the fruit, mm. and now the flags are up, and it really, you know, I was a student in the. Uh, in the 80s 20s, and 90s. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s. <laughs> and uh, it was very, very weird for me. But um, and what everyone was talking about is he only brought one wife with him. He's got five. Really? Five yeah. wives? Five so wives. Three. So is he like one of really, my grandfathers or something? Extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. How many wives did your grandfather have? Well, he only had two, but that's enough. How many do you want in the family? <laughs> well, I had... Uh, I can't remember now. So one, someone who lived in our road had nine wives... I remember. I know, hold on, that was lives. Oh, <laughs> that, was a ca- that was a cat. I got, I, forget that. Scrub that. I just, oh. I, I got on the wrong thing. So he only brought one of them? I well, think he's he got didn't three wives. It says on my news report here that he's got, oh, he's got three, three. Oh, I thought yeah. he got, well, three's not too bad, is he? No. Well, what do you mean it's not too bad? Surely more than one is quite bad. Well, I don't know. They all know. It's not like he's doing it on the sly. And I've often thought that maybe it's better than um, monogamy. Because I think it's nice for the girls to have someone to chat to in the evenings <laughs> when the sport's on. Mm. Yeah? And uh, also safety in numbers, I'd say. Well, you I mean, wouldn't want to You wouldn't want to be on a one-to-one with Jacob. You want somebody <laughs> to pin his arms back while you're smacking him in the mouth if, if, if it goes off. Mm. Well, I'd quite like having three boys. That'd be quite... It'd be like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I'd love it. Yeah, I think there's a, a, a plus for I'll it. snuggle up and watch Deal or No Deal together. It'd be quite nice. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Emily. Um, <laughs> what will you be requiring of us this evening? No, I don't think it needs to be. And people always think it's about the sexuals, you know. And I think it's it's about the company. It's about the dynamic. Mm. It's, if oh, you I'd, go- want my, I'd want my conjugals, though. <laughs> Come on. Let's get that straight. Well, yeah, but, I mean, this is Absolute Radio's midweek podcast. <laughs> I mean, let's go steady. What I'm saying is, you know, when if you go out for a night, if you just go out and there's two of you, it's never as much fun as if you go out and there's four or five of you, is it? Bit, you'd have your own gang. Well, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, something... You're I not prefer kidding. one-to-one. I'm, I'm, I'm well, you're the only married one amongst us. Yeah, so. that's would would I, you not I, I like just to no. add another couple? I think they would be ganging up. <laughs> well, they'd do I a mean, bit I, of... I, I haven't got a leg to stand on with Laura, but with more, I think they would just... 
You're assuming, oh. though, that in, in a slightly sexist way, they'd all be on her side, but you might be yeah. able to get a couple of, you know, no, on your... They wouldn't be on my side. No, I I'm don't wrong. think they would either. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, if I joined in, I think I wouldn't be on your side either, even though I'd be one of the, the male things. That, of course, wouldn't be polygamy, it would be polyandry. Oh. What's Polymori then? Polymori, I think, was one of the Wombles. (laughs) That is a a kids' TV programme, isn't it? Scotland. What is that? that? Tobermory, is it? Balamori. Balamori. Let's call the whole thing. (laughs) So you're imagining some situation where we're the husbands and then there's three wives. No, there needn't be three wives. Me and you, I could join you and Laura in your marriage. Oh, God. What sort of a setup? Don't write it off. Before you reject it, just think about it. Don't write it off immediately. I can see what's happening here. I'm the butler. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's all happened because we've got a thing written into our wedding contract where if... Prince Wedding William. Contract. If Prince William shows any interest, Laura will marry him, and okay. I will be the stable boy. Oh. Okay, and we'll um. Well, yeah, I, I'm not I'll promising anything. I, I'm just horses. thinking, if say, say, if if me and you, see me and you could sit and chat mm. about you know comedy and music mm. while Laura was um, you know running the house. Mm, what do you think? Taking care of Ethan. I like your yeah. very modern view of the roles <laughs> of men and women. No, but this is quite modern because I think we're still very narrow-minded about the, the multi-partner thing. Yeah, but here. why should she take care of the house? I think you two should be in a pinny doing the housework. Yeah. In a joint, I, in no. one pinny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be, I'd be happy with that. If you're going to join our household, I do the cooking. Okay. That's how that works. So I do all the cooking. Right. Laura does other... She iron not a great ironer. I do ironing when I need it, but she she does do. She's most not of the a great ironer. Oh, sorry. I've never met a great ironer. <laughs> I'd like to see one. <laughs> She's you know, not a great ironer. What can you do, mate? Hey, I tell you what, <laughs> Jeremy irons. <laughs> oh, well, that's oh. it. When he comes around, I I honestly I don't I don't think we should write because we all think it's all about you know three birds. But I just think mm. I think it could be like a big happy family. I used to watch you know Girls of the Playboy Mansion, and they looked like they had. You know, if if he was a bit tired, Hugh Hefner, mm. they could still go and have fun on their own. Yeah, mm. but Frank, you didn't see those long dark nights when the curtains were closed and those girls had to earn their money. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I did see that. That was on the live feed. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have watched the That's live feed. That's what they call it, the live feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like the seals at uh, London Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, I tell you what, I, I also I was speaking of... Uh, of the zoo, <laughs> it said in the paper, not the zoomer, the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said in the paper that they're in. Apparently, there's a, there's a bee shortage. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not swearing there. <laughs> there's a shortage of honeybees, right. and they're encouraging people to um, be, become urban beekeepers. So people that live in towns and cities like what we do. Well, I do. Or you live in Bournemouth. I don't know what that is. Is that mm-hmm. a town? It's a ta- it's town. It's just a beach, it's a isn't it? It's just a beach with some young kids on it. <laughs> Anyway, um, urban beekeepers. Well, like, yeah, get me, man. You know, I got some bees. Yeah, they're buzzing round. It's wicked. They, I got bare bees. Man of a thousand voices. I got bare bees. I only discovered very recently. You know, when when young people say bear. Oh yeah, like like bear good. Bear good. Yeah. That that is B A R E, not B E A R. Yeah, of course it is. I honestly thought it was B E A R, like. Because a bear's big. I just thought it was a speech impediment. They couldn't say very. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Like, what is it where they had Br'er Fox? That, was like that would be the, Br'er, the, Br'er, the Uncle Remus stories, that would yeah. be. 
you know, Br'er Rabbit. And, uh... Absolute Radio, talking about Br'er Rabbits uh, this lunchtime. <laughs> the Br'er Witch Project. <laughs> anyway, you and your bees, because there, there is a honey you can buy called Parisian Rooftop Honey, which I've heard of, yes. Natch. So um, I'm assuming that's where they're that's Well, I've got, I, live, I live on the 11th floor. Okay. I'm up on the 11th floor watching the cruisers below. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a balcony, and I was thinking I could get, you know, seven or eight hives out there. But you're going to get hives well, on your balcony? Well, you're supposed to be a beekeeper if you don't have hives. What do you think I'm going to keep them in? A doll's oh house? Oh, my God, you're going to wear one of those white suits? You have to wear the Like those white... astronaut suit things? I still have the, the, the smoke-filled bellows. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank, I've just come round to see you. Oh, can you imagine? I'm coming. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, just doing a bit of dusting. <laughs> <laughs> Help yourself. There's uh, honey and lemon on the. Uh, I made earlier. Help yourself for that. So, what does what does keeping bees involve? Well, you you have the hives and they're in there. <laughs> so yeah. you have the hives. You need to be a bit more detailed than no, that. No, then you pull out the trays at a regular right. basis. They've got the honey on, <laughs> and then you sock them and put them back in. <laughs> I used to do a very similar thing when I had a buttery go. But I found it could be very acrid to the taste. Um, oh, they'll all be no, buzzing outside your windows. In the summer when you've got to have all your windows up, the bees, the house will be full of bees. But I'm thinking then they wouldn't be... You know, now I think of the bees as enemies, you know, because I'm frightened of being stung, but then they'd be, they'd be work colleagues. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so... I'd become more accustomed to them, I think. They'd become your little friends, wouldn't they? I honestly, I, I think it, they're genuinely encouraging Hello, people Ian. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Michael. Hi, George. There might be, I mean, yeah, I could get some very, very Actress. small overalls made <laughs> for them. That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? With, like, obviously a bit of a flap in the back for the sting. Mm. Um, obviously, there'd be big, there'd be a high death rate. Because what, uh, you the, and your girlfriend. No, no, they, some to death. no, but they die when they sting you, don't they, bees? Yeah, no, that's good. I, I always like that retribution. Some are very dramatic. It's, it's, you yeah. know, that bit on the news where they say he shot eight people and then turned the gun on himself. <laughs> bees, that's just built in. <laughs> it's great. They're the suicide bombers of the natural. They world. are the suicide um, bumblers. Yeah, bosses. <laughs> suicide bosses. Never thought of it like that. No, well, that's what this show is all about. People think of things slightly differently. Well, Don't I look you agree? forward to seeing your hives. Thanks very much. Isn't that an <laughs> Some horrible sores that people get. But when I'm bringing in a jar of honey on a Saturday yeah, morning, well, you'll be then you, you know you'll be laughing on the other side of your faces. It'll be oh, like Newman's salad dressing. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a big picture of him on the honey. Yeah, Frank. When I'm carried honey. into work by bees in the morning, I've got them so carefully trained. Just, trained? Is yeah, it you can train? I could have sort of wire mesh elbow pads that they you know they all get in there, shoulders of the to the mesh, and then up, up we go. Whoa! Here we go, That'd be brilliant. Oh, okay, can I tell you my favourite thing this week? Yes. I was reading about there was um, an air traffic controller at JFK Airport, and apparently he got his kid in to direct the planes, which I thought was great. He was seven, but he got in trouble for it. Apparently, they thought it was bad or something because his Wait, job was only. We say directing the planes. He, he wasn't. Yeah. Like, he wasn't flying a plane. He's in like the. No, he was just sort of you know in the air traffic controller's box, and he allowed his kid to have a go. I think that's okay, don't you? Well, yeah, you know, how bad could it be? <laughs> Well, I've, thought, I've just thought of that about it. <laughs> he let the little boy do it and then said, huh, that's what you get when the kids come into work. But yeah, yeah, but you know, I think children, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of that. I think children should, you should have to grow up young. I had to, so everyone else should have to as well. Yeah, I, I did actually. I was, when I was six, 
No, it was probably just seven. Yeah. I was um, mayor of Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's funny you take things in your stride when you're that age. I'd probably be more... I'd find it more of a strain now. At the time, apart from some grazing on my knees from the swinging medals... <laughs> I just, you know, I met local dignitaries. I opened a couple of um, sports centres and stuff. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I had, uh, I greeted uh, Princess Alexandra when she came to uh, to Penn's net. Oh, you're a posh little fellow, aren't you? Yes, yeah, Well, we killed two birds but one stone. I, I presented her with a bouquet. We didn't, we didn't need the extra child with the bouquet. I, I covered all the duties. <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. Well, when I was seven... I got you I... some flowers. <laughs> That's a good impression. Yeah. And you didn't um, even I... know me when I was seven. No. Exactly. He might not have talked like that. Um, she said, how old are you? And I said, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was way ahead of my time. When I was seven, I used to... At my parents' dinner parties, I used to be... I used to pour the wine. I knew all the sort of, you know, the differences and stuff. You poured the wine? Yeah, why not? That's what one does. <laughs> And um, I would have to sometimes socialise. We'd always go to the dinner parties as, as well. well this, this I was always be... quite tired at school. What time did you go to bed? <laughs> well, whenever the dinner party ended. I don't oh, know. It depends enough. who was there. Um, and I'd sometimes, like, I had to make a speech at a, fr- a wedding when I was about eight. <laughs> did you? Yeah. What about? Well, it was these friends of ours and they were getting mad and they'd asked me to make one of the speeches. <laughs> but then, unfortunately, I was out at dinner the night before and I got food poisoning. <laughs> So I couldn't do it, which was terrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, that, that was my life. That's not weird. You're all looking at me like I'm aliens and like you didn't do this kind of stuff. Well, I never went to, I opened a couple of ring roads, <laughs> obviously, in my mayoral capacity. But no, I, actually, I, I don't think, I went to bed very early. I don't think my parents really uh, did anything about, I think, I think I stayed up till 11, 12 o'clock at night when I was about seven. You see, Gareth, you strike me as oh. very uh, upstairs to Bedfordshire. Hmm. Yeah, well, I started telling you the story of when I ran away from home with my brother. Oh, that went on for hours, though. I'm not being rude, but honestly... I am being rude. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't ever tell that We lived on the street for eight years, me and my brother, and we saw some things. Yeah? Mm. I couldn't believe that. What did you say? Pavement? Mostly dead tramps. Okay. Just poke them. (laughs) Yeah. I don't do that. It depends how long they've been dead, really. I find it can be opening a can of worms. Are you going to have a bedtime for Ethan then? I think you should just have a more laissez-faire approach like I had. It hasn't done me any harm, let's face it. <laughs> What's happened? There's a tape Hello? Run. Hello? Are you getting through to... Uh, sometimes it's hard to get through to... Uh, I find that sometimes talking to Gareth, as much as I love him, talking to him face-to-face is like talking to my other friends on the phone. <laughs> There are moments where I have to... It all goes wrong, and I have to say, I don't know what happened then. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you in the right reception area? Why do people always say that? Whenever the phone, my mother always says that. You know when you get disconnected? And it happens often. We're at mobile yeah. phones, you used to go, oh, what happened there? I know, I, I, I always say, well, how do I know? In order to know <laughs> that, I'd have to be in some sort of mobile phone nerve centre with large screens showing exactly. reception areas. And- so, Gareth, what happened there? Um, so we might have a bedtime for Ethan, yes. I think, you know, you should have boundaries. Ch- children crave boundaries. Do they? Yes. They I mean... certainly did in Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> they did, because we, otherwise we wouldn't have known where Sandwell started. <laughs> and I'm not doing things that's the responsibility of other district councils. <laughs> God, I was only seven. 
you know. God, I remember when I left my teddy at that council house meeting. <laughs> Imagine my consternation. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.